Hey everybody and welcome to episode 127 of the Revive Cell podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys, welcome to episode 127 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Hope you're all well. Uh, just before we get to the show today, just a couple of notices for you. As always, the podcast is brought to you by www.reviveyourself.co or .co. Uh, and if you head over there, we've got our shop there that's packed full of great supplements for you to have. You know, I've got an update in the shop that holds all the time. The website is actually being revamped. We try and make it more user-friendly. But... You know, the guest today we've got on, hey, well, funny because one of the products that I uh, always recommend, which is Living Fuel, the guest we got on today is the founder and CEO of Living Fuel, Casey Crazy. And I always say it's the best product on the market bar none, best all-round product on the market bar none. It's it's um, unparalleled in terms of its level of nutrition, what it can give you in terms of cellular health and super optimal nutrition. So that's there. You've got the super berry, the, the berry, the ultimate berry, and you've also got the super greens there as well as the living fuel protein, as well as many other high quality uh, supplements, including fluoride free toothpaste, chemical um, free sun, sun cream. Uh, all phenomenal teas that are going to help boost your immune system, cleanse your body, you know, the antimicrobial, antiparasitic, antifungal in terms of Powdarco, uh, Cat's Claw and Codrepredra. And we've got lots of other supplements there as well. Uh, and also we've got our EMF blocking devices from Aries Tech. So if you're looking for something to block the, 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 the your, yeah, your, the radiation that's coming in from your phone, your computer, etc., and also the 5G, we've got their new 5G blocking device there too. Uh, also our whole house filtration systems, uh, water filtration sy- systems from Aquatea. So if you've got a one, two, three or four bedroom or more, uh, bedroom house four plus bedroom house whether you've got soft or hard water we've got options for you there and they take out 99 percent of all nasties too and so before the shop has been updated we're going to have more things on the shop working on our affiliate links to blue blocks the the blue blocking glasses but if you head on over to www.blubloox.com uh, you'll be able to get the best blue blocking glasses on the market bar none most come from China. This comes from Australian opticians and the glass level of, of, of glasses far superior. You put in the code REVIVE there, you get 10% off. And also you do the same at www.essentialoilwizardry.com. Uh, if, you, if you go over there for the best essential oils on the market, you put in the code in small letters REVIVE, you're going to get 10% off the best essential oils in the world. From my friend Dr. Nick Berry, um, who is the world's leading authority, in my opinion, on essential oils and what they can do for you. He is not called the essential oil wizard for nothing. Um, and we're getting the links up to seed and other affiliates soon. So that's sure we'll be working on this 
this week. Lots going on behind the scenes, getting the book sorted out. Um, even going to be trying to get a Patreon account going, guys, because for the episodes, because you know, I want to be able to keep bringing this stuff to you. And um, this is why I have the affiliate links. And if you do buy stuff through us, it all helps in fund the podcast and gets great information out to you. Going to be doing a uh, a Patreon account for the, for the podcast as well because you know it does take up time. We are getting great interviews out for your information, so to be able to keep on doing this, we're going to need to probably monetize it a little bit. Um, don't worry, I won't be doing any interviews in the middle of episodes. It's not saying I'm a fan of, but if you can buy any supplements and things you need through us, it will help in terms of just be able to um, fund the creation of the podcast. Anyway, on to today's guest. As I mentioned before, we have got the founder of Living Fuel, um, Casey Crazy, on the show. He's a phenomenal person. He's a wealth of knowledge, and it was great. I actually got the chance to go down and meet him in, in West London uh, this, this, coming, this past Monday, and we had a great chat about about everything to do with, with nutrition as well as why he actually started the company Living Fuel. Um, we went on to his, his new new products he'll be bringing out. Uh, also his new book, which is like the eighth key to long-lasting health or vitality. Um, and many other topics that we discussed, uh, especially why, how, why Living Fuel is so good in terms of why it's far superior to so many other products on the market. And... Um, yeah, it's, it was a fantastic conversation, and it was a real pleasure meeting him. Um, lovely guy, great values, and someone that I definitely want to. We'll be definitely keeping in contact. Definitely want to meet him again. Uh, well, relatively soon, hopefully, and maybe even get out to his house uh, in Florida because it would be great to see uh, how everything works down there. But so, without um, further ado, here's the interview with Casey. Enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. What other interviews have you got lined up? I have to find out for my staff. I'm just trying to okay, just right. do today. <laughs> right. So when so when I messaged you, was that actually you responding? It was. Yeah, I didn't realize I that. just literally, a few days ago, took over my Instagram because I just had people playing with it. We never really got into Instagram, and so okay. I just literally took it over. All right. And so when you messaged me, you were actually getting me instead of somebody that well, you... I only messaged because I was like, okay, because um, someone sent me a picture. I think it was you. You tagged me in, so you got off the plane. You're drinking a living fuel. Oh, how about that? And so, and so, then I was like, "Oh, cool. Is he? Is is Casey actually got any time free?" And they were like, "Yeah." So was that you? I can't remember. It was you, right? Yeah. I think you tagged me in the video. One of someone tagged me in because I think they know that. Yeah, because I mean, I I do actually put quite a lot of posts up about living fuel. It's always in, and um, I mean, I actually because because it's actually on my shop as well. So like in my shop, so we give it to all our clients. I don't recommend anything. That I wouldn't take myself, right. and every on every episode. I mean, I'll even do it before this one. I'll have like, learn if you want to go to a shop, the best all-round product on the market is Living Fuel bar none. Like it covers every single base. Um, if you want to use it as a meal replacement, or whether you want to choose it like a half a scoop or a quarter of a scoop as, as a daily sort of like um, it's a, a daily hit for your nutrients. It's, it, it, it works either way, and it covers all bases. And so, so that's probably why um, one of your your staff probably tag me in because I do actually post it quite a lot. So it's really nice to meet you finally, the man behind it. No, it's really nice to meet you. But anyway, we're recording, so. We are, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a nice, nice little easy intro. So it's just, the reason I wanted to get you on really is because, you know, it is, Living Fuel is a product that I've only, uh, well, I say about five, six years now, I've, known, I've, been, I've been using it, and I come across it about five, six years ago. And it's still, it, it said before, like, it still baffles me 
it's almost like Paul Check. People, not, it's amazing that people still don't know about Paul Check for me. Like, and so it's amazing for me that more people in the, in the fitness industry, but or more the health industry, because fitness and health aren't really uh, that aligned these days. Um, interests me that it's not more well known, and so and that's why I want to get it out to more people because it it's such a good product. And you said there's nothing really else like it on the market. You know, you mentioned uh, supplements, but Living Fuel is a food. Mm. It's not a supplement. Mm-hmm. And so it is the most potent food that exists. You know, the whole thing is I studied years ago. I was trying to think, okay, I see this doctor says this and Atkins says that. And so my wife was Miss Florida and Miss Florida USA. She competed both Miss America and Miss USA. And so she came down, like all of a sudden we're married for a couple of years. We had one child and she came down with clinical depression, suicidal thoughts, and 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 panic attacks, almost like a cold. You know, mm. like one day she's perfect, and mm. the next day, boom, she's she's riddled by this stuff. How old was she when that happened? She was, she had to be 30. Oh, not, not even, yeah. No, very young. Very young. And, uh, and so, you know, this this woman, she, she would get on a plane to go anywhere and, you know, to perform and go across the, halfway around the world and perform. And all of a sudden, she's like confined to our room. And she's, she's on Xanax and Zoloft and psychotherapy. And I didn't know anything but performance nutrition back then. And yeah. how, can I, how can I be better in the gym? That was know? like, well, yeah. That's, that's, that's really. My, that's where I come from, like sporting background. And some of the stuff now, I look at what they're taking. I, I got ill from, that's why I do what I do, because I got very ill. And some of the stuff that I was taking, I look at it now, I'm like, how are these athletes, top athletes, taking this stuff? It's mind-boggling. It is because... You know, they just think they just want gains. They just want gains. They just want gains. They don't realize how complex the human body is. And so at that point, my wife decided, listen, this, this is only a couple of weeks in. These drugs make me feel awful. They don't, they're not helping. And sitting on a couch talking to some dude I don't know is not working for me. She said, I'm done with this. We've got to find another way. And so I was a CEO of a medical device company at the time. I said, you know what? I am going to dive in the literature. I'm not coming out without an answer. And I don't care what this doctor says or that doctor says and this book says. I'm going to go back to what they're studying and how they came up with their conclusions. And so uh, I was in the medical business. I was in a, a transesophageal cardiac pacemaking. So I, I was familiar with yeah, literature, yeah. but I never focused on nutrition. And so I really did a deep dive into clinical nutrition. I thought that really that was it. Clinical nutrition had to be it. And so she was like my, my personal guinea pig. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She, would, she would take, I would take everything she took too, but she would take, you know, all these different supplements and we, we would talk to the top practitioners, top clinical nutritionists. And it is amazing the, the, the difference in what one guy thinks and another guy thinks. And, but, you know, she did make progress. And, but we discovered there were other things in addition to nutrition, which is the foundation of all our work, which is hydration, nutrition, exercise, stress, sleep, environmental hazards, and meditation and prayer. And we finally, after all these years, discovered another one writing a book about right now called The Eighth Key. And uh, we'll talk about that one later. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that the nutrition is foundational, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But you got to have the, all these other bases covered, too. And if you're deficient in any of those, you will have consequence, yeah. consequences. And on the listeners now, at least four out of seven, they're deficient in. Yeah. Now, young people, they cover up with you know caffeine and you know ki- all kinds of things but they're, they're heading towards a youth crash science, yeah, yeah you, youth is wasted on the young as they mm, say mm. but we want to hold on to that youth as our wisdom catches up yeah. you know and so we went through this process of really a 10-year period of research and trial and error my company was born my best-selling books were born the philosophies we taught were born my wife had not had a drug in a decade you know and and now it's been over two decades and she hasn't had she's dropped those meds in and never picked them back up 
So interestingly, not only have we helped my wife overcome, and she's now helping so many others, and we both are, have helped thousands of other people overcome. But the interesting thing is I have a friend who is a, a doctor at the Sick Kids Hospital in Canada, and, uh, and uh, Greg Wells is his name, just an amazing doctor. And he is also uh, an Olympic team doc for Canada. Just a brilliant guy on, on sports nutrition. He said something to me one day. He's a living fuel guy. And he said to me one day, he said that the, the similarities between someone very sick and on the edge and an athlete pushing themselves to the very edge is dramatic, mm. metabolically speaking. Yeah. I'm that, yeah. And so I spent all this time in health, and I kept hearing from these athletes, you know, you know, uh, Paul Check and mm. Ben Greenfield and all these others who – who caught on to the power of living fuel, and they were taking living fuel thinking, uh, wow, this is the best sports. I mean, you can increase recovery, according to literature, yeah. by over 50% with the right antioxidants. Well, living fuel is the most potent, broad-spectrum antioxidant that exists. So a lot of people say, oh, take vitamin C or take this vitamin, but they don't realize that antioxidants. And, and I said five years ago that in five years, everybody's going to know this, but they still don't know it, what I'm about to say, is that antioxidants are a broad class. There's, there's really primarily five and even six now. Hydroxyl, peroxyl, peroxynitrite, superoxide, anum, singlet, ox, singlet oxygen. And if you have one substance you're taking, it's like you're, you're paddling a boat and you got five holes in it and you only really know that you're, you're plugging one hole. You still got the other ones leaking. So at every moment. Now, when you're an athlete, as you know, respiration increases by 20 times. Yep. Okay. So, so does oxidation. Mm -hmm. So, if you're going through athletics without antioxidants, then you're going to have a hard time recovering. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. And so, over a long period of time, it results in injury and, and you know, and, and reduced athletic performance. Free radical damage, things like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, free radical damage. And so, it's interesting how I discovered all of these things because of the love of my wife, mm. you know, and, and ended up being, I'm on the board of uh, the Titleist Performance Institute, uh, TPI in, in uh, California. They're the very leading edge in athletics and they're, you know, just golf, but now they're doing baseball and football and all sorts of other things too because human movement is the same. And the metabolic foundation is the same. And so what I try to tell people is now, where I've arrived at, is you really don't even know if you're sick until you've covered your nutritional basis, until you're properly nutrified. And what does that mean? Well, that means there's a hundred things, roughly, okay, including uh, trace minerals. And there's a lot more if you want to break it down some more. But I mean, you got, you got Krebs cycle minerals in Krebs cycle yeah. minerals. And, and most people don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah. But the Krebs cycle basically is your how you form energy. And... And there are certain things that are recognized by the Krebs cycle in the body. Mm -hmm. Krebs is a doctor's name, K-R-E-B-S. Yeah. But uh, the, the body recognizes citrate, malate, aflatidoglutarate. These sort of forms of, of minerals carry mineral carriers, and it doesn't recognize oxide and carbonate and those things that people try to throw at your, at your body. You know? So, so we, we're talking about broad-spectrum antioxidant. Living fuel is the most potent broad-spectrum antioxidant that exists, but also the most... most complete mineral composition that exists. And we think about athletics and minerals, it's, it's incredible. See, every day, I don't know what they say in the UK, but in America they say, the government says, and the government's notoriously low because they're only saying that science has proven if you take this much of this, you won't get this specific disease. In other yeah. words, 60-something six, milligrams of vitamin C That's will keep you from getting right? scurvy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean you don't need more vitamin C. Mm. That means that that one particular disease, scurvy, will be uh, minimized if you take this much a day. Yeah. Same thing with all of them. So when you get to minerals, this is really the big one of the biggest problems athletes have, 
and 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 people like high blood pressure, just people in health. And this is a crossover because almost everybody listening right now is is somewhat deficient, or if not dangerously deficient, in potassium and magnesium and some of the other minerals, yep. but trace minerals particularly. Yep. So potassium. Why they say? Well, I had a banana for breakfast. Okay, well, great. You had 300 milligrams of potassium, but the U.S. RDA in the United States, okay, and I suspect the U.K. is similar, says you need 4,800 milligrams of potassium every day. So if you eat a 300 milligram potassium banana, not only did you take too much sugar, okay, you now only got 300 out of 4,700 milligrams. So way short. Way short. Okay, so what is the highest potassium food that exists? Or living fuel. What will be number two? I was going to say coconut water. Coconut water is is 500 milligrams per serving. Okay. Okay. With a blast of sugar. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I don't recommend coconut water unless you're doing athletics. Yeah. Okay. But uh, coconut water is uh, high on the list, Mm -hmm. but uh, living fuel is 1,200 milligrams. Okay. So that's 500 milligrams. And so the next highest will be uh, avocado. 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 A whole avocado. Now, most people don't eat a whole avocado, but a whole avocado is 900 to 950 milligrams. So that would be number two. Um, Beet greens. Yeah. If you take enough of them, is a very high source. Okay? And then greens in general. So in order to get the amount of potassium that you need in a day, you need to be eating at least... 10 full servings of greens. Okay, I'm talking about greens that are green, not the really light colored greens. Yeah. So 10 full servings. Now, I don't know anybody's doing that. The people say, well, I juice and whatever. Okay, fine. Maybe a few people are getting the right potassium. But then you have magnesium is right behind it. Everybody, so if you have athletes, and you have since you work yeah. with athletes, they, they cramp. Okay, so you yeah, have athletes that cramp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that means they don't have enough minerals. No minerals, and they're also having too much sugar, too much refined sugar. Okay, right. This is not my athletes, but people in general. Out right? of balance. Yeah, out of balance. Out yeah. of balance. So I have taken athletes in American football who couldn't play in the second half because they because they cramp up too much, and just giving them living fuel for uh, one or two meals a day, and then we have the thing called in-sport recovery. So you do like, it's almost like a, a warrior diet. Well... Warrior diet says you have minimal calories during the day and you yeah. eat you eat your calories at night. Yeah. Okay. So, so there there's a place for that, and I can talk about that here yeah. in a moment. What sure. I'm trying to say is that that you properly nutrify these athletes. See, they're out of balance. Yeah. Okay. They think I'm I'm fit, so I can eat this and just burn it off. Oh, they all, yeah. They just I mean tip, that's a typical athletic mindset. Mindset. You know, same over here. I mean, football players over in, in the US and you get here with footballers over here you know they, they eat McDonald's and stuff just because they think they, can, they think it's just calories in calories out they don't you learn the hard way it's like your wife did like I did you learn the hard way because um, no one I mean no one really understands people know that obviously nutrition is important but they don't understand how important they don't understand the whole complex of you said before all the different factors obviously you've got your hydration your breath work your meditation your prayer you've got everything that goes with it the yin and the yang principles but people don't understand this until it, it becomes so too late. Yeah. So, so it's almost too late. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully almost too late. Yeah. Injury happens mm. at the point of exhaustion. And what is exhaustion? I'm talking about exhausting something mm. that was essential that you don't have enough of. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when someone gets to the to the edge, they're not properly fueled. They're not feeling like being out there, but they're out there anyway. Mm-hmm. Chance of injury goes up dramatically. Mm-hmm. And so my message to young athletes is... Figure out your nutrition now. Yeah. Okay. Youth does not change the fact of how you're you're aging your cells and how you're you're messing up your metabolism. Just because you look good in the mirror 
and you perform good on the field does not mean that going to, like you said, McDonald's or fast food uh, and not covering your bases is okay. Now, you can get away with a lot of it as a, as a youth. Yeah. But I said, I said this morning on a post I did that, you know, cover your bases first. Yeah. That's why I say living fuel and then go eat what you want. But the thing is, you're gonna, what you're going to want is going to change because when you go into the store, and I just sat there this morning at one of your, your cafes down the street yeah. and just watching, I said, okay, so how do they do it in London? Because I know how they do it in America. And I'm expecting, you know, tea and crumpets. That's what you hear mm-hmm. about English, right? Mm-hmm. So they walk in the store and then you see coffee Danish, coffee Danish, yeah, coffee cookie, yeah, coffee yeah. sweet. Same as what you go have, don't and, and they put sugar in their coffee in yeah. addition to that. And I'm, I'm watching going, oh, my gosh. They have no idea how they're setting up the cravings for the day. So, so when you eat in the, the morning is, carbohydrates right? and coffee mm-hmm. and sugar in your coffee, you literally are rocketing your blood sugar up. So that means in two hours you're going to be craving something and you're going to eat something that you shouldn't yeah. eat. And so setting yourself up for the first meal, like eat, get everything your body needs, which is living fuel, and then go make a decision on what you want to eat with your brain and not with your craving. So do you, do you, because I'm interested to see how you take it, because it is the funny thing, we're talking about this from an athletic performance perspective, but I'm just coming from a natural, I always say to people, we talk about athletic performance and human, and, and just being healthy, but I always say like a healthy body will outperform an unhealthy body. But I don't still talk about so this. Good. I just talk about this for like, um, in, in terms of, I deal with people with chronic illnesses, and I said, talking to you before, before we start recording, like, it's something that we, I, we have like a, we go through a process, and one of the processes, we have like a 21-day health reset, and we've got different parts of our program, like six, seven stages, and one of it's a 21-day health reset, and Living Fuel is one of the key supplements in our bundle, we use the Living Fuel Superberry, um, and then people can chop and change with the greens and stuff, and I also, and we've got a couple of others, we use, we use a greens powder, Something like Ty Bollinger's um, Organics, or um, we, we've got a Dr. Picola's got one, or we've got, um, or we use super, or we use super greens as well, living fuel. We always have, like, and I say to people, and some people go, oh, it's quite expensive. I'm like, have you seen what's in it? I said, you get what you pay for. Yeah, it's £79, but two scoops of two scoops of it is equivalent to $260 worth of organic uh, nutrition. And I'm saying, I, and sometimes I've been showing the advert, you've got a great advert that says like, you know, what is it like? The guy speaking English, English uh, <laughs> accent. Yeah, and it's got like, uh, he brings it all out on like a tray and it's like more, more protein than how many eggs or whatever it is. I can't remember how many, how much potassium more than nine bananas, whatever it is. And so you don't understand, we are giving your body everything it needs in, in this. And, and so I, I say to people like, when, when they're going through that process, um, and then we have like a, 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 a cleansing period sometimes just to give the people's bodies time to reset. And I say like during that period, two scoops so many times a day. But I just say to people, even if you're doing like a scoop or even a half a scoop a day, you're still flooding your body for the nutrients. Because how do you use it? Like, do you use it every day? Every day for, for 18 years. Yeah. But I want to say something. Ty Bollinger yeah. takes living fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elliot Hulse, Ben Greenfield. Yeah, yeah. And we go down the list. They take yeah. living fuel. Why? Because nothing exists on the level of living fuel. So those other greens products you talked mm-hmm. about, that's like taking a small salad versus the, versus a full course. So that's what I'm saying. So this is what I mean. So because yours is like, as you said before, theirs are like a, um, a hit, like a greens hit, like a supplement, whereas yours is uh, food. It's a, it's a meal. A whole meal. It's, it's no other meal. This is what I mean. You've got people out there talk, talk about Herbalife, and I just it's, I cringe. It's like meal replacement. I'm like, no. People are like, oh, people lost weight doing it. I, like, I could give you three Mars bars a day, you'd lose weight. Yeah, doesn't mean that it's healthy for you. This is, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it's true. And so it's just why, like, it's so. You're, so it's really interesting to talk about like how you got there. There's so many things I want to talk about, especially like how you, how you developed it, 
because the formula hasn't changed, has it? Oh, it's changed a lot. Has it? Yeah. Well, it hasn't changed in its overall. Generally speaking, it's yeah. the same. But like, for instance, we we would used to use like uh, folinic acid yeah. for folate. Yeah. Okay. But the research kept screaming over the years that 5-methyltetrahydrofolate yeah. is the active form, which is the, even the people with a genetic defect that have a problem with folic acid do well with. Okay? Yep. And so we added things like uh, nucleotide, nucleic acids. Right, yeah. Okay? Um, these, are, these are really touches that people don't realize. Now, there are essential nutrients, which you have to have. And then there's these exotic things that you never get. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you can get them, they'll enhance your performance. So we've added... You know, we changed the amino acid mix because we had amino acids in addition to the proteins. We put two different plant proteins plus amino acids. So when your body sees it, they see egg protein, but it's from, from plant sources. You so, see? so how do so how do you, how have you gone about? Because people would say, well, yeah, it's a, it's a food, but it's a powder. It's it's not it's not uh, an apple or a chicken, or it's not you know it's not it doesn't look like food. It's a powder. So how do you how do you keep all those nutrients? I mean, how do you keep all those nutrients alive? Um, and available for people when you know it is it can sit on the shelf because a lot of, a lot of you see you hear it and I say to people all the time like of course a cereal can sit on the shelf for three years and nothing goes wrong with it because it's got nothing in it you know it's dead food whereas yours isn't dead food so how do you take that process what is the process that makes yours so different to everyone okay, else? so it's interesting like you talk about the cereal yeah something that was bad to start with what is it going to do when it expires go good mm. you no. know so <laughs> so living fuel we first start with freeze dried foods right okay. Broccoli, spinach, kale, spirulina, barley grass, uh, blueberry, strawberry, raspberry, cranberry. Mm-hmm. We start with real food that is freeze-dried. Now, why yeah. is that good? Because we have ripe food we freeze-dry. So it's at the peak of nutrient efficiency, a peak okay. of nutrient value. Yeah. And then we freeze-dry it, locking in that value. When you go to the grocery store, okay, do you see a farm around here? Okay, uh, where do you think it came from? Yeah. So, so in America, it's at least 14 days before... Uh, you see it in the store that oh, they right, pick yeah, it. Yeah. It's not ripe yet. No. So it never got to peak neutral va- nutrient value. They pulled it out of the earth, pulled it off the stem, and they put it on a truck, and they sometimes they gas it to turn the color, mm-hmm. right? So when you go down and get your vegetables and you juice, okay, first of all, most of them aren't organic, okay? But secondly, if they are organic, they still don't have the nutrition value of living fuel. Mm-hmm. And then we, we've done research, and, and the databases in the UK and America, we, we said, okay, so here's what the RDA is. Here's what the recommended daily allowance from the government is. Here's what people are getting on the average in their diet. And, and here's what's optimal. And so what we're able to do is to figure out, okay, how much does somebody need of this in order to thrive? And so we went down the list of everything, okay? Is this essential? Yes, okay? So here is potassium. So what form of potassium do you want? Well, let's look at the Krebs cycle. What's well, got to be cake, citrate, malate, alpha glutarate. We talk about those. So, yeah. so go down the list of everything, every single thing. So people say, well, too much vitamin A is bad for you. I dispute that research to start with. Okay, vitamin A is very good even for pregnant women. But let's just let the government have their say. Okay, so what's the answer to that? The answer to that is broad spectrum carotenoid. Yeah. So we have we have the only broad spectrum carotenoid. People use beta carotene. We yeah, use yeah. alpha, beta, gamma, delta. Okay, yeah. so what what happens there? Your body needs vitamin A, so it has an ample supply of carotenoid. So then it converts what it needs to vitamin A and uses it as it needs it. So it's a really it's brilliant. Yeah. Now, too much beta carotene is probably not a big deal, but beta. Anytime you have beta, like vitamin E is often talked about as D alpha tocopherol. Well, D is one fraction of natural vitamin E, alpha, beta, gamma, delta. So we use broad spectrum tocotrienols, yeah. broad spectrum tocopherols, so that we have the whole E. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. 
people like to try and I always say these people they will try it's like doctors they try when you get some supplements they just try to like um, extract a singular molecule or and it's like that's not well, for example for example vitamin C they said like orange you know vitamin C so yeah but it's vitamin C but the reason it works is because it's like the complex you can't you've got revelatory and levitory molecules right if you're trying to light through a fake molecule it goes to the left and the right revelatory and people don't understand like the body can the body notices that and if it's not real if it hasn't got the whole this is why it's like if it hasn't got the whole food it's like giving you the egg an egg but instead of having the yolk and the egg in the middle it's just like an eggshell it's like it's not really there and so I can I, I completely understand what you're saying. You've got the full spectrum behind it, so the body's getting nutrition yeah. is a symphony. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. A lot. And if you if you see the whole orchestra and you pull out the some of the drum section, or you just play them wrong, yeah, it's going to mess everything up. Yeah, you take the strings out, it's going to mess everything up. Or you just play the strings differently, it's going to mess everything I'll up. I'll be using that. So I'll quote you on please, that. please do. Uh, In fact, I might use that as a soundbite. That's good. Please do. Nutrition is like a symphony. But when the symphony is bad, everybody knows it. You don't have to be a nutrition, I mean, a, a music expert mm. to know something is not right with that symphony, yeah. right? Well, the human body walks around that way. So the average person, I was just watching average people here in London, mm. down the street there. I was watching what they ate, and I said, oh, my gosh, they have no idea what they're doing to themselves. Because well, when you talk about the essential nutrients, if you say vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fatty acids, uh, and you go down the list, essential antioxidants, go down the list of things you must have, and you say, okay, you had a Danish, sugar Danish, and a coffee with sugar, and that's your breakfast. Okay, let's count the essential things that are in there. And then people wonder why they're ill. They wonder how they got ill. I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's like, I don't mind people doing a little, people at the end of it, it's not what you do every now and again that matters, it's what you do the majority of the time. I say, if you want to go and have a beer, or you want to have a coffee, fan up, but make sure you're doing everything else right a lot of the time. You sound like me talking. Keep it going, brother. The thing is just that simple. Okay, if you don't cover your nutritional basis, you have a consequence coming. Okay, and you know, I think we talk about you know people die in, in, in America. There's this whole thing that the conventional uh, side of medicine talks about. They say we've extended lifespan. Well, I, I did a little interesting study on that. I, I looked at studies that showed okay, let's remove everybody that's twenty years twenty that died before twenty for any reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so take everybody out that died before twenty. And then how long is the average lifespan, lifespan of the other remaining people? Well, lifespan in America has increased by one year, okay, in 100 years. One year. No, that is yeah. not progress. Age, age related. What's the one that Paul, I think Paul talks about? It's age-related statistics. He talks about if you took away all the people that didn't die, like that get saved from uh, car accidents, some of the things, it says, like, we're not actually living longer at all. And it's, He's like, completely right. Yeah. He's completely right. So age-related statistics, I think it's what it's called. I can't remember what the exact statistics It's all-cause mortality okay, yeah. is, is, is something that includes people who died from sudden infant death. They, they yeah, died as an infant. Yeah. They died in an accident, all, all those sort of things. So, you know, interestingly, all-cause mortality goes up when you take drugs, okay? So when you when – you, there's so many people listening right now that are on medications, mm. okay? I guarantee they don't have a Prozac deficiency, no, no, I always, but okay. I, I always say it all the time. I say, so, no one's ever been born deficient in medication. Okay, good. So the, the point I'm trying to make is if you – most likely they have some sort of compounded nutritional deficiency. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens in, say, Africa when people starve, okay? The, one of the first things to go – or even they're getting fed the grain. One of the first things to go is their eyesight. Why? Because they're not getting any essential vitamin A. It says essential because, because it's optional? No, it's essential. So you have essential nutrients, and they're not getting it, and then they go blind. Consistently. It isn't like, 
Well, some people, they lose their night vision first and then eventually they lose their vision. So that's the point. When you completely deprive yourself of anything that's essential, death is the ultimate result. Okay, so what do I say to people? They are, they are slowly, they're basically, I, I call them fully fed starvation. Yeah. Okay? So their belly's full, but their nutrient profile is deficient. So they're not nutrified, therefore they're perishing early as a result. And so getting your bases covered. Now, taking a multivitamin is not going to get you there. Look, pick up your multivitamin and go straight to B12 and say, okay, B12, what is it? Uh, cyanocobalamin. Nope, not going to eat that. Okay? So, so, not, yeah. so, so methylcobalamin is a lot more expensive. We use methylcobalamin because it costs, I think it's $2,000 a kilo, whereas... Yeah. Whereas cyanocobalamin costs like $100 a kilo. I remember my first mentor, Ruben Jabari, was talking about this. He actually questioned his lecturer. And the lecturer actually asked him to leave. He was like, why are you using that when you can use this? And he's like, and I think, because I think the guy at the time had a supplement company. He's like, why don't you use the, why, why don't you use the more expensive? I know it's more expensive, but it, it's a far better utilized um, uh, form of B12. And the guy didn't like the question. And so I say to people all the time, like, it's the same as anything in life, you know, you get what you pay for. And, you know, I mean, obviously, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But I always say to people, if you bought one of these things, like Living Fuel, and you just had like a quarter of the scoop a day, that's, a, that, yes, I mean, it works out like, not, I mean, people go and spend five pounds a day on, on a coffee. So why would they, they instead of having five pounds a day on a, on a Living Fuel shake, you know, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me, you know. But you, you mean London, America is the same. The price of things like we, our countries are in bed with each other. We start to look like each other, like a and, lot. And uh, yeah, and so this is why I would say to people, like, I mean, like, I mean, your country is still a bit more wackadoo than ours in terms of like what you're allowed to put in things. You know, you're, you you can't have mountain dew with certain things in over here, but over in your country, you you can have certain ingredients. And I mean, it's just it's a, it's a bit like the Wild West in some terms. Um, but. You know, I always say to people that like, America's got the worst food in the world and it's got the best food in the world, depending on where you go and what you're having. And so it's it's awesome for someone like yourself to, I mean, but it's the thing that you've had to come out and do. And the fact that you've, you used to be in the medical industry, you know, I mean, has that, has, 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 I mean, you, you had to product in hospitals for people with cancer, didn't you? Is well, that, some cancer centers buy it and use it for, like, like one report that was really terrific, is, is really smart, is that people with chemo, I mean, there's been studies on this. That were that are dramatic. I saw this. I remember. I, I've been on the board of the American Association of Clinical Nutrition Review Board. I was on it for seven years, and one of the years they did a, a cancer nutrition thing. And this was probably now five years ago. I'll have to pull the study, but the study was very interesting. It said that those that do not in this study that did not take antioxidants during chemo, they live an average of three hundred and sixty days. Okay. The, the group that took antioxidants during chemo lived an average of 3,500 really? days, 10 times longer. Now, there's been other research to show that – now, chemo, I'm not a fan of. Okay, rarely is chemo the right answer. Yeah. But if you don't take good nutrition during chemo, it's going to cost you a lot of years of life and, and health. It's amazing that there's something the oncologists say, oh, it doesn't matter what you eat, just eat what you want. It's like how – every single research – a cancer research UK put post out last year, and I was just like – this level of ignorance is baffling to me. Like cancer, I, I say they're not a charity. They're just, they're, they're just. Uh, they're, I'm, I'm going to. They're, they're just a shambles in my, my my point. And they're saying like, it doesn't matter. We have McDonald's. We have sugar. It's like that feeds cancer. You want to have. It's, I'm the same. I'm not a big fan of chemotherapy, but in terms of it, just kills everything. And you hope the good stuff grows back. Well, you're putting something like what you you've developed into 
into the body, it's going to be a game changer. Like other people use like cannabis oil as well, don't you? You start always say to people, "How about one of the lines that um, I use like instead of they study disease, cut, burn, poison, medicate." Whereas, how about you study health and how to regenerate health and what happens when you're putting the good stuff? Not, I always say as well, like you mentioned the other spectrum, but I'm really interested to hear about your eighth, your eighth um, key to health. But like, I always say to people, you know. It's not just what you, it's what you consume nutritionally. It's also what you consume in, in for your ears and your eyes. It's huge, you know. If you go into the, you're listening to all this negative stuff in the world and you're just pent up and angry, and then then you get stressed, and so you go and eat something that's rubbish because you want for, want comfort food rather than like it's very different to like going out having a nice walk in nature and listening to something, listening even to a conversation like this, you know, and like it's very different. And then you start feeding yourself because it's all about what you consume and not just nutritionally. But but like um, mentally, emotionally too, energetically, and so I mean it's it's awesome. So you're so you're saying that you there have been um, use in the council wards. Have you had any kick like kickback? I say kickback. Have not kickback money. Like, have you had any like resistance from doctors and stuff and saying this stuff doesn't doesn't matter? Or rarely do does a patient take living fuel into a conventional cancer place where the doctor says no 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 don't take this stop taking all antioxidants. That is protocol number one. They say. Because chemotherapy operates on an oxidation method, that antioxidants are counterproductive. But the research says completely opposite of that. In fact, it says you must take broad-spectrum antioxidants during chemo if you're going to have better survival chances and better results and better survival chances. So the doctors, well-meaning as they are, are not trained in nutrition. I was sitting with a doctor in in Miami, and he was a board-certified... Uh, board certified anesthesiologist and he's talking to me about his health I just don't feel good and I started questioning about his health and I said so uh, you know what meds are you taking he says well I'm on I'm on uh, Lipitor to bring my cholesterol down and named a couple others and I said well would you what is your cholesterol level he goes "Uh, 130 I go oh 130 I said, would you have any interest in knowing that all cause mortality increases every point below 200 Uh, yeah it's amazing and He said, what? That can't be true. I said, one moment. And I pulled up his own journal, actually journal cardiology, and I showed him all-cause mortality. He just about flipped out. I said, my doctor says keep it at 130. I said, listen, first of all, uh, cholesterol is not a real issue. Okay, it's it's actually the oxidation of cholesterol that's an issue coming back to antioxidants, right? So oxidation and heart disease are not, I mean, that's been disproven. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not... uh, Cholesterol levels and heart disease have been disproven. It really is important about how you balance your cholesterol. Okay, so your HDL yeah. should be ideally the same as your LDL. Yeah, because people talk about people. It's the thing with HDL and LDL. Like people talk about them as like cholesterol. It's well, they're actually like lower density lipoproteins, high density lipoproteins. They're not actually cholesterol. They're actually delivery. Right, it's cholesterol delivers. Yeah. So like people, I mean, and just, I say to people all the time, they're like. Oh, they say, well, my cholesterol is, they say it should be in this range. I'm like, okay, well, I wear size shoe 10 shoes and you wear size 9. Should we have the same trainers? Like, it's like, you, and, all, and as you said, it amazed me. I said, cholesterol is so, it's one of the most important things you can have in your body. It's a precursor for every sort of like. So they're wondering why they function. have low T? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then they have a cholesterol meds and yeah. they're at 130 on their cholesterol? I mean, hello. I know, ridiculous. We call that in Orlando a clue. <laughs> so I was telling this doctor, I said, he said, but my, but my uh, cardiologist uh, says it's really important I keep my cholesterol low. I said, well, you consider this. Your cardiologist, I says, how much nutritional training have you had? He says, nutritional training? Because I think in pre-med, we might have had two hours. of. I said, yeah, and that's how warm the peas need to be in the hospital and how to read potassium on a blood test, right? 
Well, yeah. I said, okay, how much do you think your, your cardiologist has had? He said, I suspect the same. I said, well, I've been studying clinical nutrition daily for more than two decades. Okay, your doctor has two hours. You can decide who you're going to listen to. And you're not listening to me. I'm showing you your own medical research. Amazing, okay? isn't it? And he made, his, he made his change from there. So I advise doctors all over the place because mm-hmm. they, they're not getting results from what they're giving their patients. And so they're, they're going other ways. And so, so slowly they're changing the mentality. But you have a, a machine behind the, the, the drug companies. They, they own the politicians. They, they press for drug law. They keep the small guys out. And they, and they try to sell these drugs. I mean, could you imagine if, a, if you're selling some bi- a multivitamin and it said uh, may cause uh, suicidal thoughts and actions? So you've got a black box warning in America. Oh, yes. Black box warning. I don't think it yeah. Black box warning. It should say, yeah. you are an idiot if you take this. Yeah, yeah. Because you're probably going to die. I mean, that's what, basically that's a black box warning. Yeah, so people, the people out there that don't know, just the, the audience, like black box warnings are actually, if you look on the back of any sort of medication or something like that, they'll have like a, a big thick black box in it. It'll give you like a warning saying that this could basically, the same as like, I say to people, have you ever read a vaccine insert? Yeah? Might change your mind about having a vaccination, in my opinion. Um, and so it's sort of like, and this is, I always say to them, no one's ever been killed by a carrot, you know? Uh, it's amazing, like, and you know, the only thing, and it's, well, this is the other thing that winds me up because of the FDA and certain other things. Like, you have to put warnings on your products and other products, saying like, "Oh, this hasn't been evaluated, or this may be dangerous to pregnant women." I'm like, it's it just cracks me up. I'm like, if it's gonna if it's gonna be phenomenal for your for a normal person, when you're actually got another human growing inside you, wouldn't it be phenomenal for them too? It just doesn't it just doesn't make sense, and it's just like they have to put it in, in case. It's like just a but they, but they can go out there. You haven't got any warnings on like a. I don't think they've got warnings on like a, a kind of Coke or or a, or a Mountain Dew or whatever it is. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, you know, there's some research in America that, depending on how you slice it, okay. But by the most conservative estimates, drug, uh, dr- properly prescribed drug deaths in America are oh, 120,000 yeah. a year. More, I think. I know, but that's everybody will agree to that. Oh, Even yeah. the docs will agree to that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so 120,000 deaths a year. 120,000. I've seen research that say it might be 700,000. Okay, but let's just say 120,000. So that's 10,000 a month. Okay, so 10,000 a month. That's a basically a jumbo jet crash every day. Now, if they crashed three jumbo jets and then they grounded the entire Boeing uh, fleet of that type of jet, well, they would. Yeah. But for decades now. This many people have been dying from properly prescribed pharmaceuticals. But then if you look at drugs, drugs, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, supplements in America, the history of supplements over the last, say, five years is that almost zero people die from supplements. Some year it's like 10 or 12, and it's usually because they choked on a pill, okay, not because they they took a supplement and died. So supplements are safe by any measure. In fact, supplements are are safer than food because enough people die from foodborne illness, Mm -hmm. you know. Supplements are safer than food and wildly safer than medications. So anything you're doing with a drug, with the exception of maybe insulin, okay, you can do otherwise with, with something natural. And, and if you're doing diabetics, uh, diabetic medication for type 2 diabetes, then you really don't realize that diabetes can be reversed. No, yeah. It's actually quite simple. It's so simple to, to drop cholesterol, a triglyceride. It's so simple to drop blood sugar. It's simple to drop all of these things natural, just a natural approach. You can just do it with your own diet, just changing a few things. I mean, the 
I think it's, I mean, it's amazing. The body can, the body wants to be healthy. Its natural state is health, you know. It's all the things that we do. I say like it's, so, um, I think it's Chris Cresser had a, had a great quote. I've used it many times and he says like it's your predisposition to disease plus modern lifestyle equals chronic illness. And that's the thing, it's like plus modern lifestyle. And people are like having, just going around a daily life, most people just, it's like, the other thing you've mentioned there, right? Most people just, this is why people always say it to me, I was like, that everyone in the world's ill. Like most people in the world, they don't understand it. Like, but like, take care of yourself now, we have to take care of it later on. And I think it was in America, I think I saw a stat, what's the leading cause of cause of death is medical mistake. Intervention. Yeah, or medical intervention. So yeah, so, uh, medical so, intervention, yeah, not even medical mistake, medical intervention, leading cause of death in America. And so people look at that and go, what? And then, uh, but these are still the people that the majority of people trust. And they go to, and it's like, have you ever seen your, like most doctors I see, I, look, I've, I have doctors on my program, so they know what they're doing doesn't work. When it comes to car crashes, or like broken bones, like, you know, A&E, brilliant. But when it comes to chronic illness, they don't know because they're not taught. And you know, I always say that there's no like, chemical solution for a spiritual problem. Or like, <laughs> you know, and so like, and so this is like, I don't, I don't know, so people, the thing is okay, so it's a lot easier for some, this is the other thing, it's all like, you go to the doctor for treatment, right? A treatment. So if I said I'm going to treat you to lunch, you know, you'd think that I was going to pay. So you go to a doctor and you go for treatment. You think the doctor can take away all your all your symptoms and put put a responsibility on them? It's like no, they might be able to lead you down the path, but you've got to walk it. And and it's much easier just to take a pill than it is to change your diet and lifestyle, right? And you've got to take responsibility. And this is the thing: everyone wants to pass responsibility onto someone else, whereas you know. It, it, it comes down to you at the end of the day have got to take responsibility for your own health and, and putting the right nutrients in your body something like something like this I say to people all the time I don't sell anything I won't promote anything that I wouldn't take myself or give to my mum and my dad and I've been using your stuff for five, six years and I, and I continue to do it because there's nothing like it on the market and so so you've got Living Fuel Super Berry you've got Living Fuel Super Greens You've got like the proteins as well. We can actually talk about that. But you also got then you've got living fuel. Uh, you've got living fuel, living fuel super berries, super greens, and you've got the ultimate. Sorry, the ultimate. So for people out there, what what is the difference like between that the ultimate and the, and the berry? Is it like would you say like in the day you can just use the, the normal, the original, or is the super berry really worth people getting? Super berry ultimate, yeah, is. As the name implies, so everything we make should be called ultimate. Yeah, I mean, I have one, of right. my, one of my sons says, uh, "Pop, you're basically saying this is ultimate, like the other stuff is not ultimate." I that's, say, the, well, that's the that's issue. Yeah, and so that's been probably the, the number one question in our customer service is, oh, "What's the difference between Superberry and Superberry Ultimate?" And the net of it is, you know, it has more probiotics, it has more an, uh, amino acids, it has more. Um, uh, Herbs. It has. I mean, it just has more yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's for the people who, because because I initially, it's funny. I initially uh, had only super greens. Yeah. And then I was the athletes were saying, hey, we want the same protein base that you have here uh, because we love it, but we don't want to take more super greens. We want to take our super greens and then have more protein. And so I started to make uh, a protein powder based yeah. on the same thing. And I said, well, how am I going to flavor this? And I started putting berry powders in there. I go, wait a minute. I can just put a lot of berry powders in there, and it'd be like super greens, but it'll be super berry. So instead of broccoli, spinach, kale, spirulina, barley grass, it has blueberry, strawberry, raspberry, cranberry, all organic, okay, freeze-dried. And so that's became the super berry original. So as normally, every time we're doing another batch, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm always reading the literature, and if something has been 
out there for a good while, before the research really shows it's good, I'm going to figure out how to incorporate it into living fuel over time. And so one day I upgraded Superberry Original to where I wanted it. Yeah. And it was so expensive, I thought I was really cutting some people out and they're going to make yeah. them mad. So, so I literally released that as Superberry. And then the next run, I, I returned to the original and right. an ultimate. That's so we split them. Right, so right. if people really want to go wild, or if you're only doing one scoop a day, you better take the ultimate. Yep. You know, if you're doing less than a scoop, uh, less than a full serving, take yeah. the ultimate. Yeah. If you're doing full servings, then Superberry Original is extraordinary. Yeah. I mean, if you take it a couple times a day, then you, you can get away with ultimate, yeah. uh, original uh, easily. But, so we have other, other versions coming out now, too, which oh, is okay. pretty exciting. And we, we have a, something coming out which you're going to love. It's called uh, Microfuel. So it's a basically micronutrition. Micronutrition is so important. People talk about macros all the time. I'm like, you're missing a trick. Micronutrition is the key. Like people don't understand it, and it's like it's what I think has made me like look younger at 33 than I did at 23 when I was really ill. Like getting the micronutrients in. This is my big proponent of fasting. I love to give the body time to, hit, to, to 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 rest and to heal. And then when I do give it food, I want it to be like phenomenal. And um, so yeah, please t- tell me. Fasting on living fuel is terrific. I don't know if you've yeah. done that. So I've done 40 days before. Many other people have also. Just oh, yeah. living fuel. And the, and the greatest way to turn your health around is to just do living fuel. You know, take some things on top of that, depending on what you need, like super essential omegas and that sort of thing. But uh, living fuel, our aminos and super essential omegas, if you take that, like, like the highest impact thing anybody can do is what we call the seven-day challenge, right? So day one, all you do is change in one of your meals, yep. probably breakfast. Yep. And you eat the re- same way the rest of the time. Uh, day two, day three, the same, one meal. Day three, oh, sorry, day four, you'd have two of your meals replaced by living fuel. Yeah. Okay, so breakfast, lunch, lunch, dinner, breakfast, dinner. So you change two of your meals. Now, if you're on intermittent fasting, it's just two meals, starting start with. And so on the seventh day, you do all three meals. And people actually have radical results in that seven days. They lose, you know, six, seven, eight pounds. They feel like they haven't felt. Their brain is like, like, wow, I can really think. I sleep so good. And that's where they have the maximum interest. So the, the way to have the most incredible turnaround in your health, particularly if you're like most people, is you radically change what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so if you can pull off a seven-day challenge, anybody can do seven days that way. Seven days. And then the next week, you challenge yourself again. Okay, that was terrific. This week, I'm going to do two meals, living fuel a day, or I'm going to do two meals every other day or whatever. And then you have your next seven-day challenge. So every, every seven days, you, you just go higher and higher. Yeah, yeah. And then, then let's say, I'm going to keep the same thing going the next week, except for my other meals, I'm going to clean them up. You know, I'm going to stop this sugar. I'm going to not take breads or whatever the case may be. So in a short period of time, you've radically changed your health. And you say, okay, no way for me to tell you what you just experienced. So go experience it, and then you're not going to ever be without living fuel. But microfuel is very interesting. I wrote about in my book, The Super Health Diet, The Last Diet You Ever Need. I don't know if you have the book or yeah, not. Yeah. But in Chapter 7, I talk about a thing called um, stealth nutrition. So basically, what could you have on a fast, for instance, where it won't your body won't come off the fast. Won't come off the autophagy. You won't lose your cellular autophagy, and you won't. Yeah, you won't lose the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So that means it has to be less than fifty calories. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, pro- probably uh, thirty calories, uh-huh. and calories. I'm not talking about anything else. Calories. Uh-huh. Okay. But it has to have everything your body needs. Okay. So what we do is we, we make this thing. Uh, it's called living fuel micro, micro fuel, micro meal. Okay. And so basically, you take this. Uh, a full serving of this, say for breakfast, and then depending on what 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 you're doing in your nutrition, if you're trying to do intermittent fasting, for instance, then you probably do this, maybe one scoop of our aminos if you want to, 
but at a minimum, get all your all your foundational nutrition. I'm not I'm not doing amino acids all the time, but it's designed to put like two the full serving of this with or one or two scoops of essential amino acids, and it's extraordinary. You literally are not hungry. It's the best way to cut. If you're an athlete, you mm-hmm. want to be a bodybuilding competition. It's the best way to cut. Now that them, I would say definitely do the amino acids too. Yeah. But the point is, if you cover every base you cover with living fuel, because let me ask you for this one question. I asked it in all my talks. What's your body's, what's the minimum protein that you should have a day? An athlete. They, well, they talk, uh, dep- uh, depends. What did you say? 50 grams? Okay, it's a trick question, but uh, the answer yeah. to that is way more than 50 grams. Yeah. So, I don't according to the research, higher protein intake equals better clinically in every way. Okay. Okay? So, these people that are talking about 50, 60, 70 grams of protein... I don't think they've read the research. I mean, they're talking about the China study, which is basically an anti-milk book yeah, from yeah. years ago. The, the, the truth of the matter is, if you look at the Wolf's research, okay, Robert Wolf, he basically, I mean, I, I talked to him. He's, he's told me, he says, essentially, those with higher protein intake score better in every clinically measurable way. Okay, okay so... An athlete could take as much as a gram of protein per pound of body weight a yeah, day. Per, okay, yeah. and so if you're sedentary, even the U.S. The U.S. government says fifty percent of your weight in protein a day. So if you if you have to read the book to understand how it comes to that conclusion, right, okay. but it talks about active people should take more, and also when you factor all that in, first of all, if you if you can be active and you're not, then then that's on you. Yeah. Okay. So you should not eat for a sedentary person unless you have to be sedentary. You should yeah. get get up and do something. Yeah. But the trick to that is to fix your nutrition. Then you'll have so much energy you're going to want to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fix your metabolism. So that's the whole point of of a nutrifying. But if you can if you can get all your micronutrients, uh, everything your body needs without calories, you can still sustain yourself at a high level. And not be hungry. Now, like an athlete, you might want to add MCT powder or yeah, yeah. MCT oil or whatever to the thing, the equation to add some fats. Depending on what what stage or whether you're on the off fast or on fast. Or well, it's the, yeah, it's the thing because even like I mean, I've I've been doing intermittent fasting for about three years now. I think I find it's maybe longer actually, and I think it's been absolutely phenomenal for me. Twelve to sixteen hours every day. Sometimes like I'm very much like Ben Greenfield. Sometimes every Monday I'll do. Generally, I might do a twenty four hour fast. I just think my body just give it time, but. Uh, but but I'll still be having like three to to six well six, maybe three to four thousand calories in my window. Um, I'm not starving my, my body. I'm just letting it heal. And so be able to have things like that. You know, um, was it going to be called? Was it going to be called micro? Micro. micro living fuel micro. micro. Cool. And then, and have you got anything else coming up? Yeah, we we have several things. But I don't want. I, I try don't not to get people excited okay. about things that are coming because the things that we have are already super excited. <laughs> I might tell you some things offline, but <laughs> but the, when you talk about micro, it's it's so exciting because basically what I'm saying to people. See, a lot of people like we did a study here in the UK. It literally just came back yesterday. Okay. We did a pilot study, right. and so people were taking one serving of living fuel a day and a half a serving of living fuel a day. Yeah. And on the on the uh, the majority of them uh, lost body fat, increased muscle mass, and improve their innate antioxidant and immune function in a 90-day period of time, okay? That's extraordinary. You can't, there's nothing else that can say that it do that. And these are people who, who, you know, they were just, I mean, a a half a serving of fuel. I mean, I I recommend a lot of people. So so what I say with micro is any meal, you don't have living fuel, have micro. So in other words, if you're, if you have fuel for breakfast, you're great, okay? So if you're having your fuel at lunch, Mm -hmm. okay, great. 
You might eat something after that too. Okay, fine, but yeah. your bases are covered because you're making an educated decision instead of a craving decision. And then if you have dinner and you're not having fuel, have a, a half or a full serving of micro mm-hmm. so that that meal is elevated to as, as healthy as it could be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so micro plus aminos is everything your body needs. Right. Now, you could say plus fats if you want to do that, but but micro plus aminos is everything your body needs. You can also say, hey, I'm making a – I'm doing juicing. I love the juice. To me, I'm not a fan of juicing, but if you juice, stay to the green side. Uh, but your 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 greens are probably not going to be as nutritious unless you unless they're in your garden. This is the thing I always say to people: they're like, well, how can living food be more? How can it be better than a natural like living food? It's like, well, freeze dried foods have actually got more nutrients in them. Um, it's amazing. I think even, even like bird's eye, the company said that you got four times more nutrients. Um, and and also, as you said before, you're getting all your products are like organic. You're getting it from the best places rather than just getting it from somewhere. And so, I think they've even research they showed like um, today. One head of lettuce today is like the equivalent of 50 heads of lettuce. Um, you have to eat 50, 50 lettuces today to get the equivalent of one lettuce 50 years ago. So like that. And so when you're getting something like yourself, that's why I was trying to say to things. People say to me, oh, a supplement's essential. I'm like, I don't think you understand how much food has decreased in, in its bioavailability of nutrients, etc. over the years, unless you're getting it from. So I have certain farmers I work with, and I have certain people I go to. And, and that's why I say to say to people, look, it might cost more, but you're buying what you get for. And also, when you're having things that, more nutrient dense your body actually needs less of them you know i always say like organic food keeps you satiated 40 percent longer so you don't need as much you're not and you're not having things with all e numbers that are like people go to mcdonald's and don't realize they spray their buns in leptin to turn off your brains like um brain, brain response to how much how full you are you know or, or they, they, they do all these tricks they play all these e numbers that once you pop you can't stop pringles for example you know they keep on it and so these things are like people don't understand this and so when i say it's so like for example when i fast I'm fine. People don't get hungry. I'm like, sometimes, and I wait for 15 minutes and it goes away. And then it's like, you drink don't, some water. Yeah, yeah, you drink some water or have, some, have a little salt in there. You say a little bit of Celtic sea salt in there for your minerals. And then later on, I'll have my, I'll give my body, but my body's, you don't need to constantly be eating. The only people that, that help to the, the food industry. And so, and then I say, well, if, you, and if you're taking something like this, in a two scoops or a scoop or even a half a scoop, you're giving your body all the nutrients it needs, so you're not going to not. I mean, you're not going to um, die because you haven't had them. It's like also most people are walking around and they're like, they've got so much food on their body, you know. And, and it's like, and so when you have yours, do you have it in a, in a, in a? Do you have like a? Um, do you make it like a smoothie with like bananas and other things in it, or do you just have it on its own? I literally shake water. it and drink it. Yeah, shake and drink it. Now a lot of times I just put uh, unsweetened coconut milk in it because okay, of the yeah. MCTs is yeah, really yeah. a great way to go. Yeah. But let me say something on on the nutrition that you talked about. People want to get it from their vegetables, get it from the food. Doctors are notorious for saying that. But you can't, for one. Okay, I look at a topical map, topographical map, map of America and the nutrients that are in the soil. Let's just go to trace, oh, yeah. trace minerals, mm. for instance. Yeah. There are spots like, like, like Utah where the, the old salt, uh, seabed, seabed yeah. salt. Uh, salt mines? Yeah. They have uh, inland seawater trace minerals that have all of them. Yeah. You know, selenium, for instance. Like hmm? They get sea moss over there. Sea moss. I'm not familiar with that. Okay, it's just like it's one of the things they say. It's like it's huge. It's got basically every single trace and, and mineral you can get. Right. In it, yeah. And so every, every one of those trace minerals is important. Mm-hmm. Even even lithium is important. Yeah. Okay. But let's say selenium. Everyone will say selenium is important, right? Everyone. But selenium is only in the soil in certain places. So if you're getting California-grown vegetables, okay, most likely you're not getting selenium. You're getting uh, Georgia-grown vegetables. You're not getting selenium. They use KPM fertilizer, right? In most places, anyway. Well, there's there's another. It's okay. So they pull out 
a hundred uh, minerals mm. in the in the crop, and they put back three. Yeah. Okay, and this happens year after year after year after year. So, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is that some of these minerals that they're looking for do not exist in any uh, any quantity that was, that that matters in in all places that they grow vegetables. So, if it's not in the soil, it's not in the food. That's what I'm trying to say. But it is in living fuel because we use endless seawater, trace minerals as a as a foundation to our mineral complex. So again. We think we thought of everything, and if we haven't, we're gonna we're gonna fix it later. We're gonna add to it later. But the the point is, if you have that symphony flow in the balance, then you then you are already gonna start your day off right and eat things because your body's gonna start craving good stuff mm. instead of the, the the roller coaster, the blood sugar roller coaster. I mean, it's quite when you have yours, you can tell like you can tell it's milk, it's thicker, and it's almost like it, it's yeah, you, I mean, you should be chewing it as well. It's actually a food, right? It's right. not like you can think you got I think you got chia seeds in there as well, yeah. right? And you got um. I think you've got flax in there. No flax. No flax. What if you've got? I'm trying to think what it is. But you can you can taste the cheer. The cheer. You can actually So it's like it is. It is completely different for people. And I was, so where do you source do your the vegetables and things you get from? Where 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 in America are they from? Well, all over America. All over. Yeah. Okay. But like for instance, like uh, there may be a season where uh, cranberries have been exhausted. Organic right. cranberries. Yeah. And we, if we don't have organic cranberries, we don't make it. Right. That's why you see back orders. That's why okay. I tell people, hey, order enough because. You may have a back order because it's popular, and if it runs out, it runs out. You have to try something. You have to try super greens or something. Uh, but so sometimes, though, in South America, sometimes in in Europe, we can find organic berries of one or the other, one mm-hmm. kind or the other. Uh, the thing we avoid is China because there's a lot of contaminants yeah. in China. But there are a lot of great places around the world. Canada is another place we order. Uh, US, uh, Australia, Australia too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they care, yeah, you know. But in China, you just you know what you're getting. In China. You know, it's really a sad world when you can't buy herbs from China. You know, it's yeah, like herbs and rice. It's like, definitely. wait a minute, mm. it's, it's something's wrong here. So, uh, but the, the the point in living fuel is that it's about covering all the bases. Because if you're not covering all the bases, then you have consequences. That's just the, the net of it. So this is the thing. I, I don't. This is the thing. I want to sit here and just be like a, an hour-long advertisement for living fuel because it, because people are like, oh, you're just trying to sell something. But it's like, I wouldn't be talking to you right now and I wouldn't have sold it for six years and I wouldn't give it to my guy if I didn't, if I wasn't like, guys, it's, I'm, not, I'm not saying Herbalife here or Juice Plus. We're talking about something that can literally change your life. And so... That's our mission, by the way. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I mean, you're, uh, you're uh, Christian, Catholic? Yes, definitely. Yeah, uh, Christian. Um, Christian, yeah. Um, six, six children? Six children. 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 All of them have it? Oh, every day. Every day, yeah. And in, so, in fact, it's my, my wife had, had as many as three a day while she was pregnant. Yeah. And then uh, while she's nursing also. Yeah. And then the, it was the baby's first food after breast milk. Really? Okay, so you, you mix coconut milk and living fuel yeah. and, and you cut the little hole in the baby bottle a little yeah. more and they, they drink it. They literally love it and it makes super healthy children. Super healthy mommies, super healthy children. Not surprised. That's why I said people say, oh, it's really, I had a story about this once when I was having a greens drink. <clears throat> might have been living fuel actually. And I was having it and one of my friends, like, one of my friend's girlfriends was like, oh, can I try some of that? I was like, yeah, of course, not a problem. And my, my friend went, oh, no, be careful, you know, because you don't know what's in there. They might upset your stomach. And I was like, I was like, it's the best food on the planet by none, but it's up to you. Do you want some? And she was like, no, I better be careful. Um, I'm not having it. I was like, okay then. Then like, 10 minutes later, I see her eating a cheese string. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you joking me? And you, you know, But, but that would be safe to give a kid because it's on the shelves, whereas you may not be able to give them a living fuel. And it's like, it, it's where does your brain kick in? 
and you stop listening to like this good government people will say like you think the government's looking out for you you obviously haven't read a, read a history book have you ever heard a doctor tell a pregnant lady not to eat fast food have you ever told i mean it's it's insane when you think just like you talk about it. it's yeah. like i had a pregnant woman uh contact me yesterday uh message me through the system and and her point was, uh, I've been taking living fuel for years. I'm really healthy, but my doctor told me to stop because I'm pregnant uh, because it has too much vitamin A in it. I go, oh, really? I said, well, it's easy. It's, it's under, easy to understand how he came to that conclusion looking at the label, but a closer look would show you that there is no vitamin A in living fuel. In fact, the vitamin A, which the government classifies uh, alpha, beta, gamma, delta carotenoid, which is a plant-based uh, precursor to vitamin A, go into your body, your body will convert to the vitamin A that you need. So I, will, I would, again, I told you, I would argue that studies that say vitamin A you shouldn't have while you're mm -hmm. pregnant um, or shouldn't have more than 5,000 IU, but forget about that. We don't use vitamin A. Retinol is not what we use. We use carotenoids, mm -hmm. and so it's very safe and makes healthy babies and show this to your doctor because I mean, there's so much misinformation out there. But the it is anything that makes you healthy is going to make your baby healthy, just for the, for the most part. I mean, oh, I mean, it's, it's like it, it goes. It's just ridiculous when people say like, it's like well, "Why, if it makes you healthy, how is it not going to help you?" Because this is what I say to women. You know, you're eating for two. And this is what I say to, all the time. You do with a lot of women that, and it's not. So always say about the patriarchy and about men trying to look, uh, talk about women differently. It's like in the health industry. I'm actually in an industry like you know, men generally like more things. Women like people, and so I'm in an industry being like a health coach, which is generally like quite female dominant. Um, but we do have a lot of women that have chronic health issues because they call it rush, rushing women syndrome, you know, where they're rushing it or they're trying to be everything to everyone. And we say like, you're living like, you're trying to live like a man in a woman's body, right? You know, you're trying to, men have got a much more robust hormonal profile. We're like a pickup truck. I say a lot, you can thrash us the bits and eventually we break down. But it takes a long time. With women, more like Ferraris, they look fantastic. Once a month, they have an issue, and you need to take special care of them. But when you're trying to be everything to everyone, your hormones are over the place. They get into neurosis, ovarian cysts, and they get all these other things that happen. And once they slow down life, and I say, like, remember, you need to have re you meant to have enough resources for two people, not just one. And so when you're having something like living fuel, it just covers all the bases. And this is why I put it in. Throw right? away the pregnancy synthetic thing, multivitamins the oh. doctor tries to give you. And take living fuel. Uh, it's the one thing I talk about. Like I did a video on this last week as well. I know you have like private healthcare in America, and there's a big thing about it. And we've got natural health, the NHS over here, the National Health Service, which I like to call like the No Health Service when it comes to chronic illness. And I say, well, what's the point of it being free or free? You still pay big taxes. If it doesn't work, like wouldn't you rather spend money or like save it and then use something that does? It's like when you work with a health coach or work with a nutritionist or whatever you work with, you know. You, are, you may be paying them money, but you're actually going to get a result. And you know what? You're not actually investing in them. You're investing in yourself. That's what I'd say. Like, I've spent thousands learning what I have to learn. And I, that's why I regularly, I don't even, at that point, even when I didn't have enough money or like was, was struggling financially, I would still make this a priority because I knew that this was going to allow me to do other things in life and get me healthy. And if you're not healthy, you can't. I always say to people, what's more expensive, food or buying something like living fuel or not being able to live life the way you want to live, having no energy? No, 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 no sex drive, no get up and go, no zest for life, no blah, blah, boom, as they call it. What's more expensive to you? And, you know, it depends. You know, and that's, this, is, this is why I do, I have been telling people for, for ages to, to get living fuel and to, and to change their lifestyle as well. But, so we also want to talk about this before, because I know we want to, uh, we've got a few meetings and stuff. What was the, okay, what is the, um, what is the, um, the, the, so you, the, the, the eighth, Oh, the eighth key? Yeah, Before eight, I yeah. go there, 
which on the subject of expensive. Yeah. People look at a canister of living fuel mm-hmm. for 80 pounds mm-hmm. or whatever it is uh, and say, oh, that's expensive. But they run into the, the, the cafe down here mm-hmm. and they'll buy a coffee and a Danish and spend more than the cost of a single living fuel meal. And you break it down. You need to break it down. You look at the cost per meal. It's Mm -hmm. less than you're spending for the garbage food at the cafe. Anytime you eat in a restaurant, fast food or otherwise, you're spending more than you would have if you had a living fuel. 100%. So so when people start thinking, stop thinking of it as additive and thinking of it as replacing your grocery budget or your restaurant budget, you'll start saying, this is super cost effective and the nutritional difference is dramatic. It's super cost effective. I always say it to people all the time. Like, you have a one scoop of that a day. You're covering all your paces. You're, li- you're, li- you're literally... I say to people, I've said this many times, that you could live on living fuel for the rest of your life and probably be one of the healthiest people in the world. And that you, you may get to a point where you need some meat. Um, because some people, like, you know, some, certain people, some people can thrive being vegan, some people can thrive being vegetarian. I myself, I know I need some meat. But, like, if I had that for forever long, I'd just say, I'd be... I'd, I mean, I've done it before. I, I, was, I, was, I had it for... I think I did it uh, 10, was it 10, 12 days where I just literally had living fuel. Yeah. And gave my body, I just want to give my body a cleansing period, a resting period. And I was like, felt phenomenal, looked, looked fantastic. And hey, the people, like, you're covering your bases. So even if you're going to go and have whatever, if you have a scoop of this a day, you're flooding your body with. Oh, wait, this is the other way I look, like to look at things now, okay? So you're, I always say to people, like, sort of thinking of things as like good and bad. I always look at it as like positive and negative energy. So. Same way of a food. If you're eating a, a food that you know is good for you, you know, you're putting positive energy into your body, like life force. If you're eating something bad, you know, you're, you're taking, you're like, it's almost like your bank balance, you know, or like your, your, your health ladder. You take a, so, so health ladder, maybe like you get up in the morning and you have a glass of water with a lemon, you know, to, to rehydrate your body and to take away the um, alkaline in the body and to energize it, etc. So you've gone up like five steps in the ladder. Um, then you maybe go and do go to the gym, you know, you exercise, okay, and so you've done that step. So maybe that's like fifteen steps on the ladder. And you take a scoop of living fuel, bosh, you've gone up fifty steps on the ladder. And, and then if you say you had a, a, a coffee, you have some alcohol, well, okay, you might come down a few steps, but you're still sixty steps up rather than being does that make sense? Absolutely. And so I like to try and say to people, you know, and positive energy rather than negative energy. And so it's the same you're putting in your body nutritionally, I said before, energetically, mentally, emotionally, what you're watching, what you're listening. Whether you're pro Trump, anti Trump, I don't care, but if you listen to that stuff you come out of it, you put a negative stuff in your body because arguments were every. And when the people are so irate, I always say, think about other things. And it's why I like listening to podcasts. I think it's so good, these long term conversations, because I say long, these long scale, rather than like little sound clips you get, or you see these shows where you get like a, a, a something like David Lemon. No, actually, he's got longer interviews now, but they used to be like three or ten minute interviews. You can't get any real substance from that. So I love the fact that we get people like yourself on and other great conversations with them because people can go deep into it and actually understand, get to know the people better, they get to know what they're about, you know. And everyone I have on the show is, is someone that deeply cares. And that's the big difference, you know. We don't want people on just like, I don't, I, I don't get people, I don't talk to people that are just like, oh, okay, whatever. I only talk to people that care. It's so funny because it's like sometimes on Instagram, through Instagram and social media, I can... I can almost get to know someone better than someone I uh, maybe I might see face to face. They're into saying things, you send messages back and forth, and it's like you already know what they're about just by looking at their, their thing. And, and everyone we get on the show truly, even if they've got differences of opinion about certain things, they truly care and they truly want to help people. And I think if you're coming from that sort of place and you've got a good heart, that goes a long way, right? 
Absolutely, sir. And we are we are about purity, potency, quality, and truth. And so our information is. Uh, so if we learn something that isn't right, we'll say, you know what, I wasn't right on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that doesn't happen very often because we we do based on what the literature said over a long period of time. We don't do the supplement of the month club. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so so we try to we try to understand what the human body needs and give the human body that. And so what do I do? I take living fuel at least once or twice a day for 18 years. Okay. So so if if I if you, I take I take it on my plane and my travel bag. Yeah. Because you can take my luggage but don't take my fuel. Okay, so I'm here. I'm having living fuel for breakfast. Yeah. I'm having at least a scoop at, at night or with another meal yeah. because I know how good it is. In mm-hmm. fact, every time I drink it, I go, Lord, this is amazing. This is so good. I love mm-hmm. it because I know what I'm doing for myself. And so I recommend – I also do one or two scoops of essential aminos, living fuel essential aminos yeah. uh, in every fuel. And uh, I take the super essential omegas uh, uh, with every day. You know, So if I don't do anything else, whether I, I don't do that now, some days if I fast – completely i don't do anything but uh on every day that i eat or some days i'm just doing living fuel that's that's the way i I roll my wife similar my kids similar and so we talk about you want to talk about the eighth key you said before that i do want to talk about that actually i just want to say there's people out there why isn't why isn't it in in just things people oh i can't find it anywhere i can only find it on certain sites and stuff why isn't it in the shop so why just i mean we've talked about this offline but just people out there like what why, why aren't you in shops or on certain things? Like, why can you only get it in certain places? Well, for, first of all, it's a food. Yeah. Okay. And it's hard to communicate to a customer living fuel sitting on the shelf beside those other things that are making all kinds of claims that never, they don't make, they don't, they don't back their claims whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I literally went to a store one time that, that we, we tested to allow sell living fuel. And I said, so you have living fuel? He goes, yeah, it's right here. I go, oh, interesting. Uh, why is it up there? Oh, because we mostly recommend this product over here. I go, really? Yeah, it's the berry blast. I go, really? So, uh, what's the serving size of that berry blast? And they go, uh, two scoops. I said, no, how many grams? Oh, it's 12 grams. Oh, 12 grams. I said, what's the serving size of living fuel? He said, two scoops. Uh, yeah, two scoops, but what's the grams? He goes, 80 grams. I said, oh, so living fuel has 80 grams, and that product has 12 grams, and you're recommending that over living fuel, and the price is about the same. Can you explain that to me? Well, I didn't know that. It's like, okay. This is the person that the expert at the store doesn't even know that. So putting it on a store shelf doesn't do it justice. Okay? Yeah. The next, the most important piece of that is the stores require 50 to 60% margin right. in order to put a product in their store. Right. We don't offer 60% margin because we can't. And we'd have to sell it for $200 a can okay, <laughs> yeah. in order to give them that kind of margin. Yeah. So we sell directly to doctors, trainers, and directly to the public. So that we can pass on the, the savings of not building in a margin. Yeah. If people talk about expense, if you try to go out and buy what's in living fuel, you're yeah. going to spend a boatload of money. Yeah. And and so that's really the main reason. So we're perfectly happy when people come into people like yourself yeah. or experts. And also, we don't allow people who don't use living fuel regularly to sell living fuel. It's just it's just that. Listen, so people say, oh yeah, we can put it through our distribution system. And I said, well, no, you can't. Well, I said, why? They said, why? That's because the margin is not enough to support your distribution system, like multi-level. Any company selling direct multi-level marketing has so much margin yeah. that they either cut the ingredients so they don't have enough of the ingredients, or they don't use perfect ingredients like organics and that sort of thing. So yeah. the distribution cost in the product is extraordinary for, for most companies. So yeah. it isn't for us. Yeah, I can, I can pick it. And it's like, um, 
yeah, I, I, I just want people just to just to just to sort of understand that why that is, and yeah, people do. You know, people do mark things up, and there's other multi, people know they have mar- to. That's yeah, the way mar- it works. Multi-level marketing company. It's just a shambles. Eighty percent uh, uh, costs. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and it's like, um, yeah, I, yeah, and so this is why I just just wanted to get people to understand the reason why reason why that was, and you know, people I mean, even someone like Ben Greenfield, he's got his own supplement company called Keon. And he takes this, you know, and so it's sort of like that's how good it is. Even because people want to go out there and like make it themselves when you've been working on this formula for ages. Was it doctor, scientist, nutritionist come yes. up with this formula? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was, it was my formula. They would say to me, "Well, this is a better form than you're talking about." Like for instance, you know, maybe I was using a, a particular ingredient and said, "No, there's a better one available." But it didn't and taste maybe you right. should, maybe maybe you should. No, they would they would help me because they would say you need less of that or more of that okay. or you need you know you yeah, yeah. a better form or whatever. And so that's how. I used the scientists and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Nutritionists. And so, yeah, that worked out good. Now, Ben Greenfield has been taking Living Fuel for a very long time. He also has, like you said, his, his new company, which he has some really good products. They're not, they're not, they're not, they don't compete with Living no, Fuel. No, they're no. different. Yeah. But they're very good, and he's yeah. a very smart guy. I know. He's very switched on, yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's very switched on. Him, but there's a few people like in the industry that you, you go, okay, I'd love to have a chat with him. I really, I really want to get him on because I think he'd have a great chat. He's got, he's got very much into like anti-aging as well, isn't he? He's going into like, into how to like longevity out. And, and this is the thing, like there's certain things that they do every day. Um, and one of these fasts and he has cold showers and then he has even fuel and he has certain supplements and he exercises. And, and they always say, you know, success leaves clues. And these people are, <laughs> well said. it's true though, right? And yeah. so when you're, when you're healthy and you look at these people and so I always, I always say to people like, oh, People have, because when I was ill, or people haven't seen me for a long time, or people come up to you, or even people do, they say, oh, well, you look, you look, you look, you look good, you look healthy. I'm yeah, like, look great. I'm like, no, but I'm, I just say to him, it didn't happen by mistake, you know? It's not, it's not like, uh, it didn't, it's not, not a fluke, you know? You, 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 same as these people, these guys, they all look good because um, they do certain things. So, yeah, no, so, you was about to say the eighth, the eighth. Uh, eighth key. Well, this is very interesting because, as I talked about, the seven keys I've been talking about for years, hydration, nutrition, exercise, stress, sleep, environmental hazards, and meditation and prayer. Meditation and prayer. Okay, and that, that, to me, covered everything for everyone. And over the years, though, there were people who, I, from my, my estimation, were doing everything right and still were not getting the kind of results they should have been getting. And it's, it was baffling to me baffling to me baffling. so the more I looked the more I studied the more it, it became uh, obvious to me that you know Einstein had it right you know people are medicine is based on Newtonian physics or Newtonian mechanics what does that mean that means that only the matter matters okay so if there's a problem with your shoulder let's deal with your shoulder you know and, and, the, and if you know everything about uh, a certain kind of matter that you know everything you need to know the density the speed the, you know what's it comprised of yep. also so only the matter matters no need for spirit or external influence yep. and then i started looking into the research and you know this whole thing about you know that that the dna determines your outcome you yep. talked about somebody said something that was profound it was like uh, genetics plus lifestyle equals something. yeah your predisposition to disease plus modern lifestyle equals chronic illness okay so predisposition to disease is often thought about as a basic death sentence to the next generation, yeah. genetically speaking. Mm-hmm. So people, you've even heard people say it. Well, mama had diabetes and yeah. dad had diabetes, so I'm going to have diabetes. Epigenetics. Genetically. Right? No, but see, epigenetics, yes. Yeah. But genetics, no. So yeah, in other yeah. words, the predisposition yeah. is really scientifically less than 5% of yeah. the outcome. Yeah. 
So 95% is, is the diet and lifestyle and the environment. And so when you think about that, so you didn't inherit your mom's genetics to get diabetes. You inherited your mom's cookbook. And so when you think about that, 100%, okay, yeah. you really learn <laughs> your lifestyle. Yeah. So the more I started studying, the more it became apparent. Like the, the Jesuits many years ago said, give me the boy until he's seven years old and I'll show you the man. And I thought, whoa, how profound is that based on the science we know today? What does that mean? Well, that means that if we can program this child for seven years, first seven years of his life, we can show you what his whole life is going to be like. So many people today have been negatively programmed in their seven years to where maybe they were, you know, talk, maybe their parents had uh, problems or maybe they, they had bad role models yeah. or maybe, see, the thing is in the first seven years of life, your, your, your brain is in, in delta and then theta wave. And so that means that first seven years, you're in a subconscious brain pattern. You don't have a consciousness from which to filter everything and to learn. So basically what's being poured into you and what you see and what you experience. You know, kids are being brought up, brought up by iPhones and iPads now. It's pretty scary. So the things that they learn, like, like the religious zealots, okay, they will, like, like some of the ones that are terrorists or whatever, they will be drilling their kids for the first seven years and they know they got them, okay? Yeah, yeah. Because that programming is your, it's your programming. It's your subconscious programming. Now, your subconscious mind is one million times more powerful than mm. your conscious mind. Yeah. So the point is that your mind has a mind of its own. And when you think about that, okay, how many times do they join the gym at, on, the, on January 1st of the year? How many people do that? Yep. The whole gym industry lives on the fact that they know people are going to join and not show up. Yep. Yeah, 100%. They, they, yeah. That's, it's a known fact. Why is that? Because your mind has a mind of its own. You don't believe you should be healthy. You don't, you don't really believe. You have made it a conscious decision in your weakness, your, your subconscious mind is going to override that. And so it became so apparent to me, and, and it's interesting, the Bible even says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so that doesn't mean by the renewing of your conscious mind. That means your mind is your subconscious mind, which is also referred to as the heart. Okay? And the Bible also says, out of the heart flow all the issues of life. Okay? Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we know in science now the heart has neurons too. Yeah. The heart, the gut, the brain all have neurons. So there's, there's actually thought essentially coming from the heart. People say, you know, the, the, the longest different distance in life is a distance from the head to the heart. It's true. So true belief is when it comes down to the heart. So like you can run a marathon and you can have a lot of doubts along the way. The Bible says, shall not doubt in his heart. It didn't say shall not doubt in his head. Mm. Because doubts in your head is the way the enemy works against us. Put doubt, doubt, doubt. You can't do it. You can't do it. But if you believe, even though you doubt, you can still overcome. But if you allow yourself the, the unbelief to go to your heart, like, like you've heard this all your life. Yeah. How many people are in prison that, that their parents said, you're going to be just like your father. You're going to be in prison before you know it. When, in their young age, and they're programmed, basically they're not going to be anything. My parents aren't anything. Nobody ever succeeds. It's all in there. Okay, And so that's not the whole point of what I'm saying here, but this is a little foundation I'm trying to throw you away, is that... Newtonian physics comes from the outside in. Mm. Einstein said it's all in the field. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? He says everything is energetically based. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's all, Newtonian physics does see, when you look in the microscope, you can see a, a cell, and you can see the parts of the cell. 
But if you get an electron microscope, you get all the way down to the atomic level, and you look at the atoms and the molecules, what do you see? They're vibrating. They're moving. You don't see anything. Oh, yeah? They don't exist. Oh. It's energy. You can't see oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay? So energetically, an uh, atom is made, uh, atom is made and, it, and it becomes a, I'm sorry, a molecule is made. Yeah. And, it, and energetically, an atom is made. Yeah. And then the atoms stack together in a way that has an energetic field and the more atoms you put together the more of an energetic field right. and this field becomes a cell yeah, a yeah. part of a cell and then the field becomes another part of the cell and then you basically have an energetic backbone to what we physically see and feel yeah, yeah. this is fact okay yeah. einstein said it's all in the field and einstein also said that the dna and the host are never separate which is a fa- he said it, he called it the spookiest aspect of dna that exists now this will freak someone out when you start thinking wow uh, the Bible talks about creation, all that sort of thing, and that Jesus is light. And so when you talk about energy becomes a, a molecule, becomes an atom, becomes a cell, becomes an organ, becomes and all these things, they submit their their power, their energy, they submit it to the host, which would be the organ, and the host submits the organ to the organ system, and they submit that to the brain. But the truth of the matter is, and this is where it gets a little freaky, is that studies have been done in the lab in 1969 to where they were talking already about that, that you are a product of your DNA. So DNA, RNA, protein, that's called the central dogma of genetics. DNA, RNA, protein. DNA, RNA, protein. That's how everything works. So if your DNA is messed up, your RNA is going to be messed up, your protein is going to be messed up, and therefore you're going to be messed up, or part of you is going to be messed up. But that's been disproven so many times now. How's that? They, they take a cell, they take, they take uh, stem cells, and they put them in three different Petri dishes. Bone environment, blood environment, muscle environment. Same cells, they have three different results. So if it's true that you are a product of your DNA, then all three of those, de- then those cells would have the same results. Those same, all three of those Petri dishes would have the same results. And to further prove that, they did nucleosectomies of these cells, and they pull out the nucleus, which has all the DNA, yep. and then they'd watch the cell, and they say, oh, the cell does absolutely everything that did before they took the DNA out. It continues to operate full functionality. Bruce Lipton. With the exce- yeah, Bruce Lipton. With the exception of... RNA or repair and replication. Yeah. So basically, DNA is a, a reproductive organ. So yeah. what I'm trying to say to people is, it's wildly, it's it's wildly bigger than you think because they prove now that the environment yep. controls the 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 biology. Yeah. You said the um, you think it's a nuclear, the, the, the DNA, the genes, and it was like no, it's actually like the, the cell membranes, the skin. That's the most important thing. The membrane. Yeah. Membrane. Yeah. But see, the membrane is a is a um, liquid crystal, yeah. same thing as a liquid crystal in computer technology. Mm-hmm. It requires an external uh, uh, keystroke, if you will. Yeah. So it proves the spiritual aspect of life. 100%, yeah. Because there is no brain in a cell. Mm-hmm. They thought the DNA was the brain, but the DNA is not. The environment's coming, the signals come from outside the organism to do what it's supposed to do. I mean, we all know, after all these years of studying the brain, we still don't know hardly anything about the brain. Okay, we don't know anything about how life. We can't create life in a in a in a in a cell. I, I heard this one group say the scientists were so smart that they challenged God. They said we're gonna we can make a human in the lab, and God said okay, let's do it. And they said okay, let's do it. And so that the the scientists they got some dirt, and God said no, wait a minute, get your own dirt. You know. So the the point is yeah, yeah. we we cannot without starting with life we can't make life. What have you have you heard about their? I reckon in ten years they'll be able to. They'll be able to have give birth without actually baby. Rather than the woman having to carry a baby, they'll be able to almost like the Matrix grow a baby in a 
in like an external environment. This is true, but not without the sperm and egg. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. point is you have to start with life to yeah. make life. Oh, 100%. Okay, yeah. so it's it's such a miracle on every point. Okay, yeah. so what am I getting to in, what, in yeah. the eighth key? Okay, so if you have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and most people do not change. Yeah. Their, their habits and the way they are is the way they are. That's their personality. It got locked in at seven years old and got built upon. Mm-hmm. And if they had trauma along the way, particularly before seven, or trauma after seven, PTSD, everyone has some level of PTSD. They're, they're, somebody just told them they were fat or they were ugly or they would never succeed or whatever, and they stuck this emotion stuck in them. Well, what I, what I, I come from a Christian perspective, but I like to, to study everything to see what it is that they're doing that is truth. Instead of a lot, a lot of a lot of people who are Christian go, oh, that's new age. No, I look at it and go, okay. So they say, Casey, do you believe in karma? I say, well, yeah, I do. The Bible says, as you sow, so also shall you reap. That's karma. Okay, and then they talk about, well, Chinese, uh, they had this Chinese medicine before the Bible. Uh, yeah, but if you look at the Chinese symbol for blessing, you just write it right now, even today, they'll write the symbol for blessing. You go, hey, interpret that for me. They go, one man, one God in the garden. That's the symbol of Chinese blessing, okay? Their, their Chinese God that they put in the forbidden city, if you, if you actually study it, that is Jesus. Okay, so, so, so for, let's just put that aside for the moment. So what yeah. did they do as truth? Well, they talk about the Chinese meridians. We're now proving that to be so. We reimburse in America. You do in the UK, too. Mm-hmm. Reimburse for, for acupuncture. Yeah, yeah. And acupressure is, yeah. a, is, a, is a recognized technique. Yeah. And, and then, then we talk about some ancient medicine uh, chakra. Chakras, okay, yeah. seven chakras. Mm-hmm. Well, Seven chakras. They go, ooh, that's voodoo. No, no, that is not. It's new age. A lot of new agers use it. Well, it's old age, but in the new, in, in, in I know what you mean. Yeah. The point is that the seven chakras are the seven neuroendocrine glandular systems in Western medicine. Oh, okay. So instead of looking at the the core chakra yeah. uh, energetically, you look at it at glandularly, like you look at it endocrine wise. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, so so when you start looking at it, you go, well, wait a minute. This all pieces of this puzzle all fits together. You have to be balanced. We're talking about balance all, all the while, right? So, so the, the, the book called The Eighth Key it deals with energetics and how that matters. So there are at least a dozen proven ways to release PTSD. One, let's just say uh, EMDR, emotion uh, disassociation recovery or something like that. I have to go back and re- mm-hmm. think of what it is. EMDR is the number one uh, accepted cure our treatment for PTSD in America today. Okay, there's 100,000 practitioners in America doing it. What do they do? Well, what they, what they will do is they talk you into your oldest traumatic memory, and then as you are triggered into that memory, they actually take their fingers, and they have a certain pattern that you follow their fingers with their eye, or they have a computer screen where you look at a dot. Yeah. And literally, because of the way you're moving your eyes, and while you're being triggered into that emotion, you literally are engaging the entire brain and processing that emotion and it becomes gone. It's gone. Okay. Never have to deal with it again. Okay, there's there's at least a dozen of those types of techniques that people mm-hmm. ought to know about, different types of techniques, but they all come at it a different way. You've seen the emotion code, the mm-hmm. healing code. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all different ones where they will find the stuck emotion. Now, Chinese medicine has shown that these, I mean, it, it, they have shown these balls of energy in organs. Like if you have unforgiveness, you probably have gallbladder problems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they talk about that liver cold anger and, you know, the gut is like... Uh, liver yeah, anger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, this is science now yeah. saying this, but they've been saying it for thousands of years. So, so, it's like, stuff. at some point, yeah. Yeah. at some point, I, what I do is I look at the science, I look at the, the, the practice, and I look at how it lines up in the Bible. And, and far as I'm concerned, none of this conflicts with the Bible. All, every good and perfect thing comes from above. That's what the Bible says. And so, if you literally 
working towards life and you give don't, don't try to take the credit you give the credit where it belongs you're working towards life and someone's getting better that has to be good okay because we're not talking about you know you know making oaths with the devil and that sort of thing we're talking about using the what is known knowledge wisdom and knowledge is among the, the bible talks about seek first wisdom it's the great it's the principal thing right so so if you get wisdom and you have an understanding based on all these practices and you bring it together in a way that is positive and uplifting and positive energy, then people are going to be better for it. That's what medicine is. Medicine talks about, oh, that's voodoo medicine. And then after the years goes by, they realize it's really good. They said, no, that was conventional medicine. Now, the next thing's alternative. Right. So they, they adopt alternative medicine after years of right. being true. You know, So a lot of things are truly stated, but they're not a statement of truth. But see, truth like is truth. And it never changes. People say, well, I used to be this. No, no. It always was true. Yeah. And our understanding of it changed over time, which means that something was wrong in our understanding. Or, I mean, even if one person believes it or if a million people, the truth is the truth, as you say. Like it, and it's just to say the truth generally, like, was it, um, like pioneers have arrows in their back where, you know, the truth is first um, discarded. Then it's like, like violently opposed, I think it is. Um, then it's sort of like sort of accepted and then it's like taken as their own and it's just, it goes around just because it's, it's said in a different way it's like when people talk about God you know I've got listeners in here that um, every, every single religion you know and, and um, I always say like if you don't like the term God or Jesus or whatever else just replace it with universe you know because it, it, it is what it is you know it, like you can't you can't because people say oh God and they've got imagery I say look the uni- I'm, I'm massive I say that the universe is it, it, it will show you and, I, and when you start mother nature and that's another one say mother nature you know because you know it, 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 will, it will teach you uh, and it will learn and, and one of the things what we used to, we used to say about health thing you know it's a pain teacher once you've been ill and you get into that pain that's it's, it's a teaching you what not to do and we always say like how about whatever you did to cause the disease how about you do the opposite to reverse it and so energy is, is a huge thing um, and so what's the book called? it's oh, called The Eighth Key The Eighth Key uh, that's awesome and when's it coming out? it's coming out in uh, early uh, next year. Early next year, so yeah. 2020, yeah, 2020. That's that's cool. So will that be coming out around the same time the new stuff comes out? Oh, and that'll be out next month. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, oh, I look yeah. forward to that. Would it be over? Would it be over here? Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and in sport recovery is now going to be approved for UK. Oh, awesome! Because uh, it was it had uh, we now it's fully vegan, which allows it to come. Okay. In. Okay. What did it have in it before? It had uh, egg white protein. Okay, and it's not not allowed. Now, now it's pea. Okay, I pea protein. Now, cool. awesome. Awesome, Casey. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, my man. I, um, I hope we can do this again sometime. But I'm really looking forward to uh, to uh, getting uh, my hands on the uh, micronutrition and the, uh, the other stuff. So, yeah, been great. You're doing great stuff, Ryan. God bless you, and uh, we'll look forward to the next time. So there you have it, guys. That was Casey Crazy, the founder and CEO of Living Fuel, and an absolute wealth of knowledge when it comes to nutrition supplements. You know why. Why it's so important to actually look out for the ingredients in supplements and know what's going into them because, you know, so much on the market, I always say, so many, 99% of supplements are garbage, you know, because I surround myself with such high quality stuff all the time. I, sometimes I don't, I don't even notice it as much anymore because I'm just never looking at it. But if I go into Holland and Barrett, for example, or some of these other supplement shops, it's just garbage, like being derived from coal using cheap, cheap ingredients binders fillers just literally the markup is so much in them and they're just toxic garbage but if you shop on the revive yourself shop um then you're never going to get any of that everything we use is a top 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 quality and for example you know living fuels is, as casey said it's, it's actually a meal it's whole food 
it's just a, a different level of nutrition and everything we use you know is non-toxic i wouldn't sell anything or recommend anything that i wouldn't take myself or give to my family so if you do head on over to www.reviveyourself.co and head on to our shop we have got living fuel super greens living fuel super berry living fuel protein there for you to have they are uh, and also living fuel uh, super berry ultimate they are just packed full as you said it is you're getting over your recommended daily um, daily um, recommended daily amounts. And these recommended daily amounts are just fiction, anyway, made up by the government, like your five a day. You know, really, we should be having 25 a day if you're getting that much concentrated nutrients or many concentrated nutrients in your body. So that's um, yeah, let's keep on putting the good stuff in our bodies, guys. And as I said before on the show, it's all about positive and negative energy. Don't think about it as like good and bad food. Just think about it as positive food. The more positive food you put in your body, the more positive things you consume through your eyes and your ears, and the more positive people you surround yourself with, the greater your health's going to be. Um, as always, guys and girls, if you are dealing with a health issue and you're looking for for someone to help you through that and to overcome it, then do give me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co uh, or head on to head on over to www.reviveyourself.co or .co, whatever way you prefer to um, say it, uh, and you click on the uh, contact tab and I'll be in touch with you as soon as possible. Same as if you send me an email, I'll be in touch as soon as possible and we can book a call to see if and how we can help you. Otherwise, guys and girls, that's it for this week. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.